your local recording is still going? My local recording, I restarted it and it is still going. Okay. So, let's do that sweet, sweet count off. Three, two, one. Quack 12 listeners, well I should say Quack 12 Patreon subscribers, our most favorite listeners, the Quackies. We're, uh, we're fucking around trying something different here. No, I would say right it's here? different. I would say this is what it is. This is actually what's going on. This is actually Before what it is. Before every episode, <laughs> what we do is bullshit for far too long. Way too long. <laughs> Way not too long. Not professional. It takes us about an hour. Yeah, so, if we're already doing it, and mm-hmm. we can't stop doing it. We mm-hmm. might as well tape it and give it to the Patreons. That's so right. In 2022, um, in this terrible, terrible post-apocalyptic world, you there's nothing you do that you don't try to monetize. Uh, monetize is that the right word? Monetize. Monetize. Thank you. It's well. This is one. Yes, you're correct. Sadly, but also. The trick to that concept mm-hmm. is that what happens is most people, they start making the the need to release stuff mm-hmm. the important part. You know what I mean? So all of a sudden now they're serving the system that they're like, oh God, I just always have to be releasing shit. The secret to it is... You just always record everything you ever do. Exactly. <laughs> and then TV when it, style. Yeah, and then you just got stuff ready to go. That's my theory. I, I think that sounds about or, right. And, and, yeah. Only monetize, this is it, only monetize those things that you're already doing for free. Mm. Mm, like so pooping. if we're literally just bullshitting for an hour, mm-hmm. look at if we're pooping out of our mouths, might as well record it. You know, and honestly, what I think is dope about it is that we are going to kind of give, it's like a behind-the-screen look at just the ridiculousness of it. Because, you know, now that we know we're with only our best friends. Uh-huh. Well, I call it I can I can smoke as much weed as I want and Absolutely. never, ever pretend like I don't smoke weed. Exactly. It's a safe space here. We can admit to absolutely anything here. Yeah, do you remember the, the time we, both... we murdered all those people? Well, that was in the past, luckily. Like, literally 100 years <laughs> yeah, ago. But, I mean, still, we can admit it. It happened. It Look, happened. the Great Chicago Fire that, uh, that was gone with the wind is based around, that was us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you should might as well call it Gonge with the wind because uh, we were that's how it started. We were smoking. We spooked that cow and it kicked over the lantern. So oh the my cow. god, dude. I'm writing that down right now. I'm gonna go make <laughs> a dub record. What yeah <laughs> I'm gonna go make a dub record and I'm gonna call it Gonjo with the Wind. Ganja with the wind. This sounds like my whole. Um, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but that's going to be a part of this series, which is quacking off an off-topic discussion on eh, whatever we want. That's right. But um, yeah, I had that Nirvana cover band that we never really got going, 
because mm. none of us were huge fans of Nirvana or ska, and that was the genre I was in. It was called Nirvana. Yes. Okay. We had some hits. We had Vape Me. Yes. We we had, uh, this is a cover of a cover, The Man Who Sold the Weed. Yes. Um, Smells Like Weed Spirit, I think is what we can, that was a bad one, but that one was surprisingly hard to figure out in that one. Oh, this is a good one. Oh. Come Rastafar. <laughs> That's good, right? Love it. That's good. That one's great. Would <laughs> I wonder, you could have gone with... Uh... Smells like American spirits because that's what you smoke to cover up the smell of weed. It's not, yeah, it's almost there. It's not synonymous with covering up. Right. Though. The problem is my title works for the song, but not for the concept of the band. Yeah, I know. I've been really mulling my brain over that one. Uh, listeners, what did uh, you feel free before? to leave it in the comments or something. Any good ideas for how we could turn that into a good Nirvana song. Um, I feel called, like we should. What did you say it was called? Sorry. <laughs> Ganja called... with the wind. I'm writing this down. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be good. That You're making a concept album of that? Yeah, but also I'm putting it on Instagram stories right now because it's so funny that <laughs> I think it needs to be shared with the world. I've never seen Gone with the Wind. I didn't even know that's what it was about, to tell you the truth. I've I seen it. I thought it was about man. Oh. No. Well, A, I don't know if it, the Chicago fire, I don't even know if there was a Chicago was, fire. Okay, look. Here's something we could tell everyone. Mm-hmm. I am 100% full of bullshit at all times. <laughs> They're just Never learning that now. Never listen to a word I say and take it as truth on this show. Jaws are on the floor right now. They're just dropped. God damn it. I just typed in Chicago right. Fire. Nobody. First thing that came up is a 2012 NBC show called The Chicago Fire. Oh, maybe that's why I'm thinking of it. it. It's a real thing. Oh, okay. It's a real thing. It burned down almost the entirety of Chicago. Now that I'm thinking about it, it happened well before. Uh, or, or uh, sorry, well, so it was. It, let I me actually ask you heard. This. Is it yeah. what Gone with the Wind? Because there's a giant fire in Gone with the Wind where they all have to be rescued and run out. And but there, that's possible. I mean, I've never seen it. They're I not thought in it Chicago, was Chicago though, fire. are they? I thought they were in the South. I don't. Oh yeah, they are. And it's I think it is just War, like a plan. You know, I don't know. I think it's a really bad movie, if I remember correctly. Now, <laughs> I thought you were going to say you've seen it like hundreds of times. I, I thought I was going to be shocked. As a kid, I've seen it probably eight to ten times, but I was a small wow. child and I always hated it. Did you ever go uh, to your parents? Go like, they uh, no uh, what, what? Oh, frankly, mommy, I don't give a damn. Did you ever say that? No, but that definitely was something that was like a real hot trivia item. Oh yeah, because growing one. up, it wasn't too many kids who had watched it. You know, I come from a place of a, a low educational level, if you will. Mm. So those youngest years, <laughs> the highlight of the, yeah, let's just say it was a terrible, terrible place. They're both for, both formative and informative. Yeah, well, I'll tell, okay, I'll tell you the truth. When I was a kid, okay. you may mm -hmm. remember this. 
I believe I was a kid. It might have happened when I was very, very young. Okay. But there was a little... I'm from a little town in southeast Texas, and just down the road from said little town was another little town Mm. where two dudes famously drug a black man behind a truck with a chain around his neck and decapitated him. Oh, Oh, One boy. of the and so main this is famously long time ago, right? Eighties. Oh my god! I think that's some that's some shit. Ooh. No, it was a huge hate crime, and it was really disgusting. And it was around that point that my mom decided, you know what? Maybe I don't want my children growing up around this. Yeah, dear and Lord. so uh, it was that. Plus, my dad got a new job, so we moved. Thank fucking god, dude. There you go. That's a rough spot. Speaking of rough spots, the Chica- the Great Chicago Fire, 1871, yeah. October 8th through October 10th. So it was a raging. Wow. I do, I do believe, I mean, this is at the point when, like, um, it was truly just everything's made out of fucking wood. Wood over here, wood over there. So there's just no yep. stopping it. I heard that... Um, well, even before the Chicago fire, at this point, Chicago was just, you can't even fully imagine how bad a city could be in 1871. Because it's also like, I mean, you know, yeah, I, <laughs> I would mean, we put it been there. probably the just by you phrasing it like that, I would say, mm-hmm. oh, so like maybe London during the plague and shit. I mean, that's <laughs> just like sure. real bad. I feel like, you know, maybe not, there wasn't that plague going on quite yet. You got to wait like, you know, 40 years for that 1917 one really kicking on. But like, uh, not far off, dude. When was the Black Plague? Black Plague, if I can remember. Let's both guess and then we'll see how far we are. Apparently this is a history podcast. Yeah, the Black Plague I think was in the 1500s. I think it was six. 14. I think I think I went too late. Uh, Black Plague, I know, is also fucking brutal, man. As we all know. Oh, way. I was so late. So insanely late. I was closer, but still off. 1346. Mm-hmm. Dag. 1346. You know, you know this. I got, I got some hot fire to drop on you about uh, the plague. Hmm. Did you know that a lot of scientists think it was not the rats... With the fleas that gave us the plague, it was in fact quite possibly get ready for this man gerbils. What, yeah, because those I mean, like the pets that we have or originated off of an animal, right? Like a wild animal. So, those little things, the reason why they came off, they think they came off those instead of rats is it's because w- when they trace it back. Um, those things would just kind of, those populations of little, those little things would explode more like rapidly than rats. Like rats were always fucking there. These things were brought from other countries and like would, would explode population wise with like, oh, we have this much grain. Like let's, let's breed as much as possible. And so they could kind of trace back a little more and they're thinking like, "Eh, it probably was these little fuckers, not the rats. So there's a little. Well, you know knowledge. what that sounds like to me. What's that? Tribbles. Tribbles. Exactly. Sounds like a tribble situation. 
Mm-hmm. Too many. <laughs> Which is amazing. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Meanwhile, I love Chicago that. Fire, I know this, so it was terrible, but actually a lot of uh, the capitalists were stoked with it because once the shit was burned down, we could finally be like, okay, let's right. build these things back, and there's some money. I believe the World Fair coming there like afterwards is because they were able to, because <laughs> that thing was burned down. So, you know, I guess it's all good in the name of progress, as uh, American capitalism teaches us. You know what's interesting to think about now, too? What's that? Is, uh, so we've got giant cities burning down mm-hmm. because they're made of wood. Completely, I guess. But yeah. also because, I guess, the plight of man got too disgusting and we overwent and this is what we get right because it was gross yeah we absolutely. we made it really gross there god smited us yeah so if our cities now are so so huge mm-hmm. that forest areas around them look smaller and then we start getting these crazy wildfires yep should we just like do you think somebody thought ahead of this and was like, I'm going to buy all that land because as long as the forest fires start keep happening, then uh, at some point I'm going to make billions of dollars to sell the land because they're going to have to cut down the trees or development. I mean, I think Are these two land. things, I'm trying to relate two different things, but I don't know that I can articulate it correctly. I'm thinking owning land was always a good financial <laughs> Right. (laughs) But do you know what I mean? It's like there's a lesson to be learned there, which Mm. is that because we get super gross, our Mm. fucking cities burn down. And now it's to the point where, like, our cities are so gross that we're burning down the areas around and spread through in them. I guess. Well, hey, some cities are grosser than others, you know. I think, yeah. Yeah. What we have a problem with is we can't stop burning shit. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's becoming more and more true. I know. By the way, uh, a couple we just more fun burn. facts. For some reason, the human race has a predilection for fire. I guess it's because it's the first thing we learned. Because it's, it's, it's exciting as hell. I don't know. I, you know Fire's what? Great, I'm sitting on history stuff. Are you just looking up fire? I want to see what came first. <laughs> Talking or fire? <laughs> talking or you're Googling. Which came first, talking or fire? Well, let's let's think about this. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you mean talking like communication? Because I feel like a grunt, you know? Right. Okay, so there should be definitives there. Uh, mm. Yeah. The fr- It has to be... Well, it like gets... English? Like American English is the only yeah. form of talking that you... <laughs> Because <laughs> then fire came first. I can tell you that. It has to be a word. That's what I was going to say, and it sounds so mm. stupid. You're right. It yeah, has well, to- what is a word but like, ugh, <laughs> ugh. Yeah. What came first, fire or me? Fire or, uh, yeah. or the word fire. So obviously communication came before fire. Yes. So, and, that, and what is a word? What is, What's I mean, for real, but a collection of grunts we've slowly dialed Whoa. in. 
Do you think like said, an alien yep. came down and taught us how to manipulate sound waves in order to transition from grunting to uh, spoken verbal communication? Hmm. No. No, mm. I don't. Do you think aliens came down and did the fire thing? No. no Do you think aliens are the reason behind why there's the missing link? Mm, you mean like an ape or something like that? All those apes? That no, like the missing link is missing because it was either a a... Uh momentary visitation from aliens and so mm -hmm. it you know it showed up it did some shit and then it went away over mm -hmm. like who knows how long 100 years who knows or you know what i mean so that's like the missing link is that something else mixed itself in but it has no um traces of its left so you're but, asking me if yeah but then you could start theorizing that things <laughs> are based off of what the aliens showed us while they were here. Some ancient alien oh. theorists believe. <laughs> Fuck, dude, you gotta see Nope. They literally mention ancient aliens in it, the TV show. Oh my God, they, of course, you have to. You know, here's the it. thing. Ooh. No, I don't want you to tell... I don't want you to tell me about it. I was going to say you could just go ahead and hit spoilers, but... No, I don't want to. It's too good of a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, listeners, we're both... This is early in the morning, so we're both drinking coffee. So if you're drinking a coffee, cheers. I hope you're enjoying that coffee. I hope you're enjoying it. I, I'm drinking some good shit. I'm drinking some... Uh, the beans are from Cafe Mam. I think it says it's called Mam. It's like M A apostrophe M. Oh, okay. Uh, it's good shit. I like. I think it's good beans. I use a French press. Local. I'm fancy. It is local. I do believe the beans are from throughout the world, but I guess they're put in a bag here locally in Eugene. I don't know what, but it's tasty. Do they roast them themselves? I don't know. Now I'm now I'm gonna need to look up the company. What 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 are you drinking? What what coffee for my dude? I can't even lie. Today is the first day of drinking a brand new uh, coffee for me. Glad I asked. I'm not actually, I'm, I have to assume I have tried this coffee when I've been at my parents' house, mm. but I can't say for certain I know what they drink, but uh, I'm having some Folgers. Folgers in your Because this cup. is the situation, to be honest with you. One of the musicians that I work with, a multi-instrumentalist, his name is Nick Botka. For anybody who wants to go Google him, I'll do that Nick here. Botka? I'll actually talk about music and their names. Okay. But if you Google NHB st or still VHS Bandcamp, you could go hear his <laughs> shit. But so he worked at Stumptown for a very long time. Stumptown. And Seattle, then he moved to base. Ashland, Oregon. Ashland. And he worked Redford. for another company there called Case for a very long time. Hmm. But so long story short, for about six years, I've never paid for coffee. And I was, well, he would deliver Stumptown. And then after that, he would ship me um, Case as part of the payment. That's so nice. Yeah. Well, I guess it's payment, but. 
Well, I loved it. I mean, it was like kind of a bonus, really, because he just liked sending me coffee. And I loved mm. the coffee because it's fucking free and it's good brands. So, anywho. It's great. So, he now has like a badass job, which I will leave private. Uh, so, he's no longer a coffee bean man, which means I no longer have quality beans. Oh, no. And I had to go to the grocery store to look for new coffee. And, you and I was the most surprised. Basic ass bitch choice. I was or no well because I was surprised at the prices. Mm. Coffee is too expensive. Yeah, it is stupid to get. Do you know that brand Tony's? Yes. How much does Tony's cost in your area? I don't know. I don't even see it here. I'm always going straight for my cafe, man. Oh, okay, cool. Dang. Never mind. Well, here Tony's is like $12 for something that lasts about a week. And I'm like, that's not a, there's no value there. And that's brutal. Prob- and it's probably the same beans as Folgers. <laughs> well, I'll tell are you, uh, I don't mind, like, I'll tell you this. I like Folgers better than that, like, fancy crap they serve in Seattle, typically. I like, I like Folgers more than Cafe Vita. Mm. Boom, I said it. I said it. Um, I'm not loving Folgers even all that much. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't ever go to Cafe Vita. That's not my scene. Well, let me tell you this, or ask you this. <laughs> yeah. Do you drink it black? Because that's going to make a big difference in any coffee. Right. Um. So I'm looking right now, it looks like you drink it black. No, I've a classic mi- coffee pot. No, I actually mix in uh, some homemade oat milk. Look at you, homemade. Yeah, I make so my own oat milk because guess what else is too expensive at the grocery store? <laughs> Farmer Aaron over here, you gotta grow some coffee. Oh, dude, no, I'm on a total. Uh, my life has transitioned from eating just <laughs> the worst combinations of things that definitely are destroying my body mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. I cook every meal. Wow. And breakfast is usually like oats and fruit combos. And you are, then, you are looking good. Uh watchers of the pod. I'm not I don't think we're putting the video of this out, but um Oh, we should totally put seen. these on Patreon. Why wouldn't we? All right, these are going on Patreon. Well we'll have this. We'll have an audio version and then in the links to Patreon, if you would like to watch it, we will have a link only. For the Patreon watchers, only we, for the Patreon. We watchers. promise we will not make it redirect to a porno movie. We promise we won't do that. Starring <laughs> me and Aaron. Yeah. Speaking, okay. Speaking of Folgers and gross um, porn. Yeah. Did you ever see that commercial? There's a very funny commercial where um, it looks like a brother and sister are committing incest. <laughs> It's a real commercial. Hey, guess what? You know what the most fun part about this is? I don't is? think I've seen that. <laughs> the most fun part about this is uh, I can technically, I could like link a video, right? I mean, this is Patreon. No one's going to fuck us over here. Right. And I, I think don't know how the, the rules work there. Yeah. But okay. So while you're looking it up, I'm just going to mm-hmm. have to ask really quick. Yeah. What is the commercial for, or does that? It's for it? Folgers Coffee. Oh. Is it one of those weird, like European ones where they're like, no, dude, this is from fucking TV. American. Is the weird thing. 
<laughs> like, okay, I got, I got it here. This commercial makes me laugh so. And I remember at the time when it came out, because this is like a retro commercial, mm-hmm. at the time being like, hmm, that commercial seems weird. Um, okay, so we're you're gonna hear the audio hopefully here, listeners, if we did our job. Do do do. Here we go. Best part of waking up. Bullies Incest, in apparently. Oh my god. I'm so stoked. Oh boy. I must have the wrong house. Sister. <laughs> oh, I missed you so much. They waited up all night for you, you know. What? Long way from West Africa. Oh, Long way from West Africa. <laughs> Brought you something from far away. <laughs> really? Oh. <laughs> what are you doing? You're my present this year. <laughs> okay. Well, one. That's exactly what I have. Is that canister? That's great. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a yeah. Describe what you saw here. Right? I mean, right? Because it's not. If you just heard it, oh, sorry, I got commercial for bullet okay, train going go. now. Uh-oh. I'm not the only one okay. One bullet train, maybe. I don't even know what that is, actually. It uh, kind of looks good. I didn't. I wasn't sure if I was going to. It's a It's a high-intensity action movie with Brad Pitt and a bunch of oh, goofy Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to see that. Good. The Back first... to the commercial. Shit. Right. Now we have to we gotta, talk about the commercial. We brought it up. Yeah, okay. So... Um, I'll recap. Okay, the I problem think, here is <laughs> I think it's obvious. I think it's kind of obvious that she's younger than him. Yeah, and he's coming home from West Africa, from, apparently. which means he's like doctors I guess he's a without missionary. borders or something. Yeah, doctors without borders. You no, know, he's or like missionary. got like this really like wow, what a great person. So we have a strong mm-hmm. moral value. So because of that, I immediately go, oh, this is his little sister. She really yeah. looks up to him. Mm-hmm. I think that's what reads. Well, okay. Well, I think it's funny. And this commercial has gone viral for exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Because people think it's funny. Basically, it's the importance of like camera angles and editing. Because they edit, they're trying to edit it to be like, Oh, these this brother and sister are happy to see each other because she put she takes off the little bow and puts right. it on his chest and goes like, right. "You're my present," which could be just a cute brother sister thing. My yeah. sister would never say that because I'd make fun of her because it's a weird thing to say. But they then cut to just like the most loving looks in their eyes and linger on it for just a little bit too long. Yes, correct. That that's exactly scene. what it is. Yeah, that or that cut. Is mm-hmm. like well, that is not needed. No. That is, and then not. <laughs> it's, it's too much. One flips it over. You're right. And then not only that, but I love the part where he goes like, he goes like, "Hey, I, I don't know." He knocks on the door, or something, and she just goes, "Sister." She just lets him know that she's just okay. I gotta play it again. Here's the problem. Hmm. I don't. Know. The problem is. <clears throat> the bias has been set from the out from the from the beginning 
So um, now you can't see anything but the in- incest. Right, because someone said it, now mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yeah, it is in there. Had I mean, that commercial probably aired for years, right? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it was, it was at a time when the company didn't really realize or care probably that um well i <laughs> that, think... that they're like oh people are liking this commercial for a weird ironic reason but it's also probably like america's eyes weren't on that kind of subject matter yet yeah it was it was long before pornhub and that was right because, yeah, <laughs> staple. it's like i wonder it is interesting how the internet and our ability to communicate with each other through that facility. I mean, for Christ's sake, look at what we're doing right now. Yeah. But uh, it's terrible. But it is interesting how it has really begun to mold our view of our reality. Oh, totally. Internet's crazy, man. And I'm I always so, say this, like, dude, in yeah. that particular instance, right, someone said incest, and then it's, like, comedic genius, and you're like, surely this is just an SNL sketch, because it has they, the vibe of an SNL sketch. There is, um, but, okay, now now I get to play, I'm going to play a slightly different video, okay. because there is one that's an extended cut that makes me laugh very hard. There's an extended cut. Somebody yeah, did. It, somebody obviously a user made this. Maybe. I think so. Maybe. Did you make it? No, that I wish. <laughs> I would be a millionaire. Um. Yeah. The, again, the favorite. My one of my favorite parts is her just going sister, because that's what you know. I haven't seen my sister in a while. I knock on the door and I'm like, "Hey, how's it going?" She's like, "Sister." Just resets the. What we are here, you know. Okay, okay. I got the extended cut. I got the uh, release the Snyder cut here. I got it. Here we go. I must have the wrong house. Sister. (laughs) Oh, I missed you so much. They waited up all night for you, you know. It's a long way from West Africa. Oh, coffee. This is the parents, by the way. I brought you something from far away. <laughs> really? Oh. Wait, is it hella chopped up? No. This is what it's <laughs> what like. It's insane. You're my present this year. The best part of waking up is folders in See? I smelled it. He's back. Ryan. You have to leave. What? What are you guys talking about? We know what's going on here. We know you're trying to f- each other. What? No. Oh, please. Brothers and sisters, don't look at each other like that. He sent you to West Africa for a reason, Ryan, to separate you and your sister. You're crazy! Oh, yeah? What's this? <laughs> He's my present this year. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm your son, and I'm in love with your daughter. Oh, Ryan, what is in that box? Um, uh, what's in the box, Ryan? Oh, it's mine. It's <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Holy shit. Emily, I love that we have so much in common because 
grew up together. And I just want to wake up every morning to the smell of you and Folger's Colombian dark That's rose. That's not what I got. <laughs> Emily, will you make me the happiest brother? <laughs> Wow. I just wanna Well there you go. So uh I don't know why Folgers released that. Folgers did not release that second half. No, it was a parody video, but it's pretty funny that they cast people that look just like the commercial people. Well, but it was I was a about thing. to ask because I'm just too far away to make out those crucial details. <laughs> Yeah. But I was about to ask, like, if I were going to do that kind of a parody, I would just go find those actors from the commercial and be like, yo, do you want to do something with me with this? Sometimes they uh, sometimes they don't. They have to sign shit where it's like, of course, once you're in our commercial, you can't be in any commercial referring to Folgers or or like, you know, like, sure, making fun of Folgers. Because, like, think about the. uh, AT&T guy? Was he the AT&T? The guy that was like, can you hear me now? Right. Good. You remember that dude? Yeah. And then he switched over to, I want to say Sprint. Right. He switched over to the right. I think that was like, because it was a good chunk after he did those commercials, probably like years and years later. Yeah. It probably ran out whatever thing he had to sign. And so then they're like, oh, we got our chance. I think more brands should do that. Imagine if, like, McDonald's started using the Taco Bell dog. Ooh, that'd be good. Who brings back Spud McKenzie? Is that McDonald's? I don't even know who the fuck Spud McKenzie is. He was, oh, really? I gotta look this guy up. Oh, dude. Bud Light. Spud McKenzie. Uh, That's what, uh, I believe um, Futurama makes fun of him. With uh, like Slug McKenzie. Oh, he's a little dog with a hell yeah, yeah brother. I remember this guy. It's the late 1980s, so now we're talking about literally like I was not born yet. I was born in 1990. God, January 13th. It's so amazing to me. I am a youngie. Um, 1990 I'm reading about his death. minus 1982. Eight. He died of kidney failure. Yeah. He was about 10 years old. When yep. I was three years old, he died. What's your favorite ad campaign? And you can't say that uh, Folgers commercial because we've already played yeah, it Yeah, well, you know, honestly, Spud McKenzie was fucking cool. Mm. Like, watching those commercials, I was like, I love this dog. Because I was a child. Nice. Yeah. but You're like, I want to drink beer like that dog. What other campaigns even exist, though? Well, let's see. Okay. Uh Oh, Oh my God. There's the dancing guy from Six Flags. I'm sure that's your answer. No, you know what it is. I know it's so bad, but... And I don't even use them for insurance, but I love the Liberty commercials. <laughs> Those are good. Is it, oh wait, Liberty like the weird one where they're on the docks? Yeah. Those it, ones kind of wreck my mind a little bit. I think about those way too much. <laughs> this is why I love them. They've come up with the cheapest, best yeah. commercial model, which is I don't know if best, like yeah. okay. So a buddy of mine used to work, or maybe he still does in a company 
that you uh, would utilize when you needed to rebrand. Mm. So like major corporations would be like, yo, we've had these products for so and so long. They're still doing, they're crushing it, but we need to introduce new materials. And so then this company goes, okay, let's brainstorm and come up with something crazy cool. Uh, But he was telling me, and it may even just be ad 101, is mm. that you need to say the company's name X amount of times in okay. in like a certain amount of time, and then people will just remember it. That sounds like a really good idea. Maybe the Quack 12 podcast should do that for yeah. Quack 12 podcast well, kind of things. Well, it's funny because their song, their little fucking... Oh. Liberty, 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 liberty. That is smart as hell. And uh, then- I, you won me over a little bit with that. That is smart. But yeah, and then... And so what they've figured out is because they're doing that, the commercial doesn't fucking matter. So just let mm-hmm. it be little one-off jokes. Can you be... The one that really wrecked my mind, and it was clear decision they were going for like, okay, now we're just going to go absurd instead. Because yeah. it started off, if I'm remembering correctly... I think, by the way, these quacking off episodes are going to be like 50% us talking about commercials from now on, just so you know. Um, So with the Liberty one, if I remember correctly, there is it, it started off with like a young woman out there on the docks. <laughs> Why? Don't know. I guess it's on the dock so that you yeah. can show the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, is exactly. the idea. She was telling some real shit too. She was. She like, was saying like, "Oh, like that face when you get all sad because you get hit by a car or something like that." But then you realize you have insurance, right? And you do your happy dance, right. and like that was that was it. It was like a quirky little thing, right? Sure. And the premise was people go up there. And they say, like, I was sad until I realized I had insurance. And it was supposed to be, like, real people, yeah. but they were obviously paid actors. Very, It was very theatrical, very right. monologue Right. But the one that broke my mind with those commercials is then they get a guy who is supposed to be a bad actor. Yes. Right? And In the leather jacket. It's the first time, because all the other ones were one-shots. Yes. This one, they have cuts, cuts because he is seemingly fucking up. Yes. Because he's going like, Liberty, 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 Do we sure we want to use the... Yeah, and they go, cut, and they're like, cut. So it's this actor is fucking up over and over and over. Right, I love it. The reason why that really wrecked me is because that was so clearly the marketing campaign being like, look, we used to go with this like facade of being like, no, these are real people, right. even though you know they're not real people real people because they're so obviously acting. Right. But now they're going, okay, we want to change Lean. the format. The Lean way in. to change the format is to acknowledge yes. that these are paid actors by showing a quote-unquote paid actor who sucks. Yes. And I thought that was, it's just like, People don't think about this, but that is them like pivoting towards then it got literally as random as a guy is fishing and then he accident. He's like, oh, I got a big one. Up comes a submarine full of the minions. Yes. That is where we go to yeah. afterwards. Well, it's no, <laughs> but don't forget there was a crucial stepping stone as well. 
which yeah. is one of my favorite ones where I was just like, oh I think my I can, God, I think I know it. just I think perfect, I know it. is it is a hot dog vendor who sells mm. oh. soaking oh, yeah. wet teddy bears. That one is fucking bizarre. <laughs> he goes like, get your teddy bears here. Yes. That one's like a Tim and Eric sketch. That one is yes. so, but not funny. Yeah. Well, that's the beauty of it, is that it's the first time you're just like, what? That that's one why is I love a, the Liberty yeah. commercials, because they really engage the shit out of you. They're what a commercial's supposed to be, which is that this is most obviously an ad for a company. Mm. It's not, like, subversive at all. But it's subversive because it's so telling you how unsubversive it's being. And some of it is just clearly as cross promotion as the minions oh. coming out of a submarine and then going liberty, 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 and singing it in their minion voice I in minionese. What that? Yeah, just see. I just really thought about that one the other day too because <laughs> it was like that says more about the power of minions because liberty it's not like liberty was asked by disney to you know put minions in their commercials i don't even know liberty minions paid money to have the minions be in their commercial it that's an so it's kind of a little money flex on their part which i'm like it could be like the company that owns Liberty also owns the rights to Minions. Dude, Minions oh. is a is a multi-billion dollar franchise. Oh, it's that huge. That first Minions movie made more than a billion fucking dollars. Well, and I'll tell you this, randomly, uh, we'll say it was for this podcast, so it's a little less sad. I just watched the latest Minions movie nice. in theaters, Minions, The Rise of Gru. I was not dressed as a gentle minion, so don't worry. I wasn't trolling, if you will. Sure. Um, weird. I was Weird yeah, disclaimer was. that you just made. It makes me think you were. Well, did well, no, I wasn't. There's a lot of <laughs> have you heard of this? This thing going on with the TikTok kids, the gentle minions? No. There are groups of kids, uh, mainly teenagers. That are either, I'm guessing, either renting or have just black and white standard nice, you know, tux. Like the standard tux. They are, or or black and white suit. They are going, packing these Minions movies. They refer to themselves as the gentle Minions. Okay. Um, And they just pretend to be like little villains that are absolutely stoked for the Minions movies. So like, like just literally grooves, chanting, basically. They're little grooves. They're literally chanting like, grew, 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 right. grew, before the movies, ruining it for these kids and their parents, and like just acting, just like, just reacting so hard to everything. They're loving these movies, both unironically and ironically. I am not a gentle minion. I just wanted to say. Okay, but you've seen the new one. I want I have see seen it. the new one in theaters. Yeah. In theaters, I saw it. I just, um, yep. It was funny. I thought it was funny. Here's the there thing. There were many times they go, banana. Yeah, banana. banana. Uh, you, <laughs> <laughs> you don't shock me when you say that it's made, the first one made a billion dollars because- Made a fucking billion dollars. Because I loved it. Which oh, yeah. is like, I am not at all the target market, but yet even I gave it 12 bucks. <laughs> so it making a billion- <laughs> 
Sure. <laughs> that well, in <laughs> I thought this late last one was like very clear on how the Minions movies make a billion dollars mm-hmm. is because well, first of all, they all speak Minionese, which is a blend of all, all languages. languages, which is very cool, very smart, very um, cool. Not only that, but their cast for this one has literally like, it's fucking insane. It has it's like everyone: John Claude Van Damme, Yo. Michelle Yeoh, wow, um, it, uh, 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 Taraji P Henson, uh, Russell Brand. Who's uh. the lady who does Mary Poppins? Who? Um, what? The lady who plays fucking Mary Poppins, the, the original OG? Mary Poppins. Yeah, OG. I cannot remember her name. Sound right of now. Music. No. Sound of Music Lady. No, yes. it's not Sound of Music Lady. Yes, Sound of Music Lady. Absolutely. Cannot remember her name. It is. Um, she's fucking J. in this movie. It's a J. Joan. Jean. Well, now I gotta look it up. Gosh, but, dang um, it. Why but the cast I, is. That's so rude to not know that because she is. Julie Andrews. Thank you. I feel it's a, I knew it was a J. Um, like, literally, the cast could not get any bigger. For like these puny, puny parts, but then they all they do all these things where it's like, oh, Groot, because it's set in the seventies, so the soundtrack is actually way too, way fucking better than it needed to be. Sure. Because they got the money to dish out oh, for yeah. like hits. They Here's got, the okay. situation. It's not that they own all that music. That too. That's just well in all the record labels that they now own because it's yeah. Disney. It's mm-hmm. just like, yo, this is just our Warner Brothers catalog. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> Motherfucker, they had, yeah, true. They had, uh, what is her, they had Diana Ross singing an original song, which fucking slaps, by the way, wow. for this Minions movie. Like, they they, they don't, Who they produced? go fully out, I don't know, but, uh, um, there's only one Diana Ross producer in my mind, and I'm not for sure he's still alive and that would be he's probably dead right yeah um but i mean probably bob bob the minion probably produced it Mm -hmm. probably gave her notes like (laughs) but um (laughs) (laughs) so the plot of the movie though uh, no spoilers but i think this is the genius of them this is how you make a billion dollars all right because it's about, like, the power of the Zodiac sign. Like, they've got, because it's 70s, you know. Some magic ruin that they literally travel to Asia to get, um, and it possesses the power of all the uh, kind of sign, Zodiac signs, right? And it gives you those animal powers. Not only that, but a lot of the movie takes place in San Francisco in Chinatown, and Michelle Yeoh at some point comes in and teaches them kung fu so that they can save baby Gru. Now, all those things is the only reason why I'm saying that is because it's clearly they're making a play for the Chinese market. Because if you're sure. big in the Chinese market and basically in a, in Hollywood, that's how you get to be a billion dollar movie. Yeah, Marvel movies. There has not been a single Marvel Bro. movie released in China because you have to be like. You really, really have to cater to the Chinese market. Right. Like, you can't have anything in there that is anti-Chinese, which is, uh, you know, I th- I believe they consider, like, quite a bit of things. I yes. mean, like, you can't have any LGBTQ Cause, cause it's a, Yeah, exactly. All. It's a lot more about the way of life and the morality that you should follow. Yeah. You can't, like, acknowledge, you can't. Basically, they they literally say like you have to. It has to promote the Chinese way of life. 
Now, so that, let you me do ask you gotta you go this, though, because <clears throat> do you think that's? Never mind. I don't want to get into it because <laughs> okay. it is interesting, but it is also dangerous at the exact same time because the nation does have a strong national bond. It is unified, mm-hmm. but is it unified through force? Like, is it sub? submissive unification? Well, I mean, like, I'll tell you, I wouldn't want to live in a society that, that you know, um, has so much control of what I'm watching. At the same time, but what if, like, yeah. Uh, you know, like, there's, there's, not, there's no harm ifs, in making honestly. a movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's no harm in making a movie that uh, caters to literally the entire world. It's no, just not really at all. Maybe hard. that's how we actually, maybe men, maybe it takes a couple of cute little bad guys to bring us all together because we all realize hey. our inner child is still just mad. We're all just because we for had that, to grow up looking for that little inner banana banana. Um, well, yeah, but I, and I mean like we, a lot of the movies that they don't want is because they're like, yeah, this is straight up American propaganda. And it's like, yeah, yeah, true. Yep. Yeah, you know, maybe they don't want Captain America running around. Yeah, see, that's the other thing, right? Is it's like, well, and that's my point is, or that's kind of what I was. You articulated what I was like fumbling in fog looking for, which is that we're doing the exact same thing in a completely different way. Mm. And yeah, no, absolutely. And it is kind of like, what is? Uh, are they wrong for not allowing it in? Oh uh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, you should let. All the world's movies in is what I think. But sure. We're also okay. Just, mm. I think that's the best way to to let it go. I mean, but we... ours is like we drown out the rest of the world right. cinema by being like best picture, Ameri- some American movie usually. You know? you, being a movie, actually being a movie buff buff, you will have mm-hmm. a stronger grasp on this. Do you see the American market um, also not allowing international films in as regularly well we'll do stuff like a lot more self-promotion it's all capitalism baby it's all about capitalism for us like the only reason we're not gonna straight up allow or it's not allow it's not promote or promote something else to counter something that's overseas you know right um so like imagine like i think the best way to talk about this would be like one of my favorite movies from japan one best picture over there Shin Godzilla. You ever hear of Shin Godzilla? No. Shin Godzilla is a movie made on, I would say, comparatively a micro budget when you compare it to Hollywood films. I've heard as low as, like, somehow, this is hard to believe, but, like, as low as, like, $3 million they made this movie. I, I like, kind of don't believe that because it always blows my mind. But it is a full-on awesome Godzilla movie. Not only, and you know, it's it's like made in Japan, and it's it's such a deep, like, thoughtful movie where it's all about kind of the bureaucracy of what it would take to actually stop a Godzilla. And um, I mean, looking wow, at a bro. bigger a bigger retrospect, it's more like what it takes for a country to deal with a natural disaster. That it takes the military, it takes like commerce, mm-hmm. and it takes the government all working together. Right. This is the best Godzilla movie by far. I'm a big Godzilla fan too. Um, it, it's just it's is just it? really well acted. The Godzilla creation 
is is just like I it's my favorite actual living Godzilla or you know like on screen Godzilla and the my favorite part is so that it's a big CGI thing but they modeled it after the shitty suit in the first one so it looks like a shitty Godzilla but it's like this horrifying well, mound of just disgusting animal but one thing though i'll say so there's that movie yeah, yeah. the reason why you never heard about it in america is because they're like no 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 we have these shitty brian this shitty brian cranston godzilla movie we're promoting like right we've got our, our universe we need to light off exactly we have, monster a, we have a kaiju universe we yeah. need to be building we got Godzilla versus Kong coming down the pipeline, yep. which I actually Seen liked. It. But yeah, I I like the Kaiju I love universe. That movie. I actually love that Godzilla versus Kong movie. But that's you know they they'll just not promote a known good movie because it's like no, well we got R.I.P. We're working on yeah. it here. You know what it is, and do you think international marketplaces because they know they cannot compete in what we have deemed as blockbuster material? Uh, um, one sec, I'm going to need you to stall. Uh, I'm going to mute. Or you, wait, you, no, I have a huge on. question for you. Well, here, you know what? Let's save the question. Let's go ahead and call this episode one. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. This is the new series. Adam, how about you and I go ahead and get into the show? All right, sounds everybody. Like, See you later. Sounds like a great idea. Bye. See y'all. Cracking off episode one. It was a huge success. No!